0: It's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this, Adidas. Hey Five fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps and I'm joined now with Josh Taylor. Josh, good to see you.
1: Yeah, good, a bit hot in here though, isn't it? It's uh, Mm -hmm. still sweating, can't break a sweat, but yeah, good, back into training. Yeah. So yeah, all good. Good You started
0: what, like a few days ago?
1: Yeah, last week I come back to official camp. Um, Obviously, kept ticking over a little bit back home, but come back down last week for my first official week and Mm -hmm. get try and get rid of the weight a little bit. So it's (laughs) nice and hot in there. It's like a furnace. So yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, last I saw you was in, or was it Ireland? Uh, yeah, Belfast. Yeah, Yeah, Belfast, and uh, that's where you officially announced that you have your fight coming up on December the 18th. Uh, what's going on with all of that? Have you, I mean, like, I mean, what have you learned so far of Jack Catterall? I mean, I know you, this has been a long time coming. He did step aside, allow you to have the fight with Jose Ramirez yeah. and you, you're a man of your word. And you said you'd fight him if you wanted.
1: <coughs> yeah, obviously did the right thing to, um, to step aside and let that fight happen. But obviously you knew what he was doing. He knew. That if he stepped aside, he was in a good position either Mm way. If he steps aside, he was getting a shot at a title no matter what. But if he did step aside, he now has a chance to fight for all the belts Mm -hmm. instead of just uh, the WBO or whatever, you know. So, um, aye, so there was method in his madness to doing it as well, you know. It wasn't just him being a gentleman too. It was was obviously for a reason as well. Mm -hmm. So he's got the shot at all the belts. But, um, yeah, he's a good fighter. He's a very good fighter. He's beating everybody in front of him with kind of no problems really. Um, you know, I have seen things that you know that I think I'll have be able to exploit on fight night, and I, I think I can get rid of that fight pretty handily. Mm-hmm. You know, win this fight pretty handily. I think if I'm if I'm on form and on shape and and, 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 and good form, you know, mm-hmm. I think I, I win, if I'm on my night, he can't win that fight. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, you
0: look like you've been enjoying life, having a good time. Congratulations yeah. Yeah. again. I can't continue to say that enough. Uh, what's life been like for you since, you know, becoming undisputed?
1: Not changed an awful lot, but um, in terms of, like, media stuff, it's been quite a lot, you know, um, doing, like, a League of the own and a Question of Sport and up and down to London, doing lots of media stuff. The media attention has been quite a lot, so I've been mm-hmm. quite busy doing that the last couple of months, so that led to me to end up taking a little bit more time off than I wanted to, um, but it was good. I've enjoyed it, you know, it was, it was quite good. I've enjoyed my time <laughs> off. I got to catch up with some... Good food, you know, Chinese food, pizza, and good steaks, and that. So I like, I like my grub. So yeah, yeah I kind of overindulged a little bit too much and got a little bit of a belly going on. But no, it's been good. It's been good.
0: Uh, obviously, you've just been back just for a few days, yeah. but um, is it t- is it tough for you to go? God damn, I gotta I gotta go back into camp. Or are you? Uh, or is it easy for you to sort of make that switch?
1: No, I like it. You know, it's I've done training like this since I was, you know, a young kid. You know, I've always done some kind of activity or sport or training so uh, my life wouldn't be the same without training and mm-hmm. keeping fit so but it was good to have a little bit of time off a little bit of relaxation you know that was a long camp for that last one a lot of uh, postponements for the the fight before that as well so I was in constant camp and away from home a long time so um it was good to get a little bit of time away from boxing and a little bit of time to catch up with my friends and my family and and just switch off for a little while so yeah it was good that way as well but no it was um I'm, I'm excited to be back in camp. You know, my life wouldn't be complete. I'm, I'm always in the gym. I'm always keeping fit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be back in camp and back into a routine and, and doing what I do and what I love doing, you know? So, yeah, it's good.
0: So I didn't get to talk to you post-fight, um, but I wanted to ask you, you know, I'm pretty sure you've probably been asked this already, but I don't remember hearing your response to it. Um, what did you make of Jose Ramirez saying he would have won if it weren't for the knockdowns? Believing that it was close. The
1: fight was close, you know. If it wasn't for the knockdowns, I think I would have won the fight. I think you should go back and watch it again. And yeah, I think he only maybe won it, maybe three rounds of that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. It was just why I cruised in the last couple of rounds and just mm-hmm. boxed them. And I was, it wasn't out of second gear. You know, I was. Uh, I could have. Uh, I believe if I'd put my foot on the gas, rounds eight, nine, ten. I'd got him out of there because he was flagging, he was slow, he was flailing a little bit, but my hands were really hurting, really quite bad. Um, so I decided I knew I was I was miles ahead in the fight, so I just decided to box him and and let him swing and miss and made him look silly. So I don't think the fight was even close. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was it was almost like a sparring match at times, you know. Um, I don't think it was close at all. The fight. I think the scorecards were. Unbelievably biased. Um, I was going
0: to ask you about the scorecards. Yeah, they were
1: unbelievably biased. You know, I know he was at home and they usually get the favour the home fighter a little bit, but that was, if I hadn't knocked him down, that that fight would have been a draw. Or they lost the fight mm-hmm. if the if the judges had given me the two rounds that I knocked him down. You know, it's um, I thought that was ridiculous. And then the referee Kenny Bayless was 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 terrible as well. So um, I just thought it was all against me. But he couldn't he couldn't win. You know, I just mm-hmm. thought. It was absolutely no doubt who the winner of that fight was, and to score at 114, 112 on all three scorecards, I thought was a little bit disgusting, but I got the right decision in the end, so it's irrelevant, you know. Right. But having to think that he won the fight is, is delusional. Mm-hmm. I've maybe punched him a little bit too hard.
0: <laughs> uh, since the fight, you, your name has been a, quite a bit of a hot topic amongst yeah. the others. Uh, anywhere from 147 even down to 135. Uh, let's talk about Teofimo Lopez. Now he said recently, I know he's got a fight ahead of him. Uh, he's aware of that. he got George Cambosis coming up actually next week. But he said that he has absolutely no interest in a rematch with Lomachenko because he has his eyes set on you. What do you make of that?
1: can have his eyes set on me all he wants, but um, he's got a lot of work to do, he needs to get in in line, you know um, I've got a massive target on my back and there's bigger fish than him out there to fry, so uh, he needs to join the queue, unfortunately, you know he thinks he's undisputed champion at lightweight, but he isn't, he needs to win all the belts first, he needs to beat Devin Haney, he needs to beat Ryan Garcia, to prove that he is the best, and all the other fighters at lightweight that are good, Yeah, he's had one good win, albeit a very good win against Lomachenko But um, I still don't think he is a daddy at that weight. He's still got a lot of weight to – a lot of things to prove. And if he comes up and that fight does happen, I'll happily um, take him apart and put him back down – bring him back down to earth with a bang. Mm -hmm. I'd love it.
0: You said there are bigger fish to fry. Who would you consider to be those bigger fish then?
1: Bigger fish are the guys, you know, there's big fights at 140 still. But there's big fights – the fights that I really want to be involved in, the big Mm -hmm. fights at 147, you know, uh, like see your Crawfords, your Spences, your – you know, <coughs> your uh, what's his name, Porter Sean Porter, and all that. You know, all these guys are a massive, massive fight. So these are big fish to me and big names in the sport, and, and massive, massive fights for me. So these are the kind of folk that that I'm eyeing up. You know, I'm not, I'm not interested in Teofimo Lopez at the minute. You know, I'm, uh, I'm looking, I've got my own goals and targets. You know, so and him coming away, with saying that I'm, I'm scared, which is which is a joke, you know, I'm not scared of anyone, I'll fight anybody, so um, if that fight did happen, I'd happily take him back down to earth, but I've got my own goals and targets that I want to do, which is become a two-weight world champion and hopefully win two or three belts up there as well and maybe uh, maybe become dispute on at 147, you know, it's longer term goals, but I've got my own dreams and ambitions still that I want to achieve, so um, that's what I want to do, I'm not looking back the way, I'm looking forward.
0: Well, you did mention that there was interest between going between the two weight classes at this point. So you're completely comfortable between one hundred and forty and one hundred and forty-seven.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think I can stay at one hundred and forty for my whole career if I really wanted to.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I've proved that I'm the best, and I've proved it time and time again. You know, my last five, six fighters have been undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Ryan Martin was the next best, best thing coming through. I, I obliterated him, and then it came through afterward that he tested positive for um, Testosterone, so I beat him, and then I beat uh, Ivan Baranchek, then I beat uh, Pro Grey, then I've just beat Ramirez, you know, and I've, I've proved I'm the best in the division time and time again, so I've got no no proving left to do, um, I've got nothing left to do at the weight, um, so it'd be, my next my next goal is to, you know, obviously I've got Jack Catterall coming up, so I'm not looking past him, but my longer term goals and ambitions are Maybe have yeah 147 and maybe um, become a two-weight world mm-hmm. champion. But, you know, all, all my energy and focus right now is on Jack Carroll mm-hmm. because if I don't get past him, um, all the dreams and ambitions are out the window. The big fights that we're talking about here aren't going to happen, you know. So I've got to get past Jack Carroll and Jack Carroll then be in the position to get them fights. And uh, I can't let that happen, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah, I've got to make sure that I get the job done mm-hmm. on December 18th.
0: I know there was a lot of talk between you and Terence Crawford, not saying that there was an actual fight like, you know, in the works, but there was a lot of interest in the idea of a possible fight between the two of you. You know that he's got a fight coming up against Sean Porter. Who do you favor to win that fight?
1: I think uh, Crawford should win that fight um, on boxing ability. You know, um, Porter is a, a hard night's work for anybody. You know, he makes it very physical, very tough, hard pace. You know, so sometimes boxing goes out the window and it comes into more of a dog fight and with Sean Porter, you know, so he's a tough night for anybody. But I think um, Crawford's boxing brain will will come out on top on Mm -hmm. on that fight eventually. But um, that's a good fight and a really interesting fight to watch. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Interested in the winner? Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: 100%. 100%. All right. So we know that uh, Manny Pacquiao was somebody that you you obviously, you, you said like he was your idol, right? Like, you saw his performance against your Danis Ugas, someone you previously sparred. I know you, you mentioned there was, yeah. like, some sparring talk there. Something happened there. Um, first of all, I do want to ask about that, the sparring session. What what happens,
1: you know, I probably shouldn't have even said anything. I kind of just come out. But, you know, it's what happens in sparring sort of stays in sparring. But um, what I will say is um, I'm very, very confident if that fight did happen. I'm very confident that fight comes off, that I come out on top. So yeah, that's what – that's – all really say on the matter but um, yeah I think um, I think he is a very good fighter don't get me wrong he don't become world champion he's Olympic medalist double, double Olympic medalist and stuff so yeah he's a, he's a very good fighter mm-hmm. but um, I just think that performance against well not his performance but Pacquiao's performance um, was was a, quite sad for me to watch mm-hmm. because he's my hero mm-hmm. you know so it was quite sad for me to watch uh, Manu Pacquiao look a little bit old and a little bit slow you know mm-hmm. but yeah, it was still good and still He's still a hard nice work for anybody, Manny Pacquiao still. But um, and Do you I think still, he should he, retire though? After me that? me personally I think probably yeah. You yeah. know, he's he's passed he's past his best. Um, you know, and if I was to fight him now, um, there's no really any reward in it for me. You know, it's mm-hmm. if I win the fight it's oh you beat an old Manny Pacquiao, he's passed it, you know, so I'm not getting anything to gain or any rewards. And if I get beat, it's, oh, you got beat by an old Pacquiao, an old old pastic Pacquiao, you know, so it's kind of a lose-lose situation for me. So it's um, not a fight that would be interested anymore, but... I still would have loved to have had the opportunity to share the ring with, with my idol, like 100%. Um,
0: well, let's talk a bit about what, what could possibly also happen. I mean, we have, there's so many people on deck for you, Josh. It, it, becoming Undisputed sort of put this target on your back, yep. right? Are you more than happy to, like, wear that target, though? <laughs> yeah, of course, because it, it's got a... Um, you know, everybody's mentioning you, now, even know, Tank.
1: I mean, my, name's in, my name's in everybody's mouth now. You know, I've got the target. You know, I've got the big bullseye on my back, like you say, so... It keeps me hungry. It keeps me. It keeps me uh, determined to keep what I've got and what I've worked for my whole life. To yeah. I've got to keep it now. Everybody wants what I've got now. They want to take it away from me. So yeah. the, the if not, it's harder work now. You know, I've got to work harder and you know, be more dedicated to to keep what I've worked for so all these years. You know, so I it's it's easy to keep the motivation to to um, to keep uh, motivated and inspired. You know, I want to keep what I've got. I want to get these big fights, like we've mentioned. So. Aye, ah, it's, it's easy. What would be the pinnacle fight for you, though? Um, I think for me, probably the Terence Crawford fight. You know, um, just with it being undisputed versus undisputed, and um, you know, he's pound for pound number one or two. You know, so that would be that would be a massive scalp for me. I'm guessing that would be the, the underdog going into that fight. Is you know, I always tipped to go, and I'm always tipped as underdog going to my fights anyway, so it doesn't bother me. But um, it would be a massive fight for me that and massive fight for him as well, you know. And it's one that I'm confident that mm-hmm. I can come out on top on in that fight as well, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I think um I think for me, in and around my weight would be the Terence with mm-hmm. Terence Crawford fight.
0: The landscape of boxing seems to be in an interesting place right now. Uh it it looks as though we're having like all of these different type of exhibitions or yeah. YouTubers. Uh, I know you yourself, you met Logan Paul. Uh yeah. You've had an opinion at one point on the polls, but based on seeing what what they're doing, or should I say, really Jake Paul's doing, uh, what what are your thoughts now?
1: Well, they're still, you know, they're still no being, they're still yet to be in a competitive fight, you know, mm-hmm. against a boxer. Um, so they're still to do that, and I think the minute they do do that, that's when they'll get found out, you know. Um, but you know what they're doing, they're doing well. They're bringing a lot of eyes and audience, new audiences to the sport. So if these Kids that are following them on YouTube or whatever it is they do, um, but then become genuine fans of boxing. It's only good for the sport of boxing, you know. It, ends, it helps grow it and um, make a, a bigger reach out mm-hmm. to the general public and stuff. So it is good in that way. It is good in that sense that these exhibition fights, these some of these guys are more active than the most fighters. Yeah. You know, they're, they're getting out more and getting put on shows, and um, you can see a lot of fighters why they be resentful of it. You know, um, especially if you're coming through and. You trained your whole life and dedicated yourself to the sport, and these folk are coming in and they're getting all these shows and box office shows, and they're out three, four times. And there's fighters that are dedicated, maybe struggling for a bit of money, and they're not getting the, the same opportunities to get out and showcase their skills.
0: But you know what, though, at the very least, Jake Paul is putting real fights under on his undercards, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he could, yeah. he's giving people. He's been taking pay cuts, which has been giving the fighters more money in their purses
1: yeah but that's that's good yeah. in that sense as well you know they are they're doing a lot of good for the sport as well um you know i think it's it's good and bad but they're they're doing good they're doing well they're bringing a lot of popularity to the sport and new audiences and big money as well mm-hmm. like you're saying the fighters are getting paid well as well so mm-hmm. no they're, they're doing they're doing sort of good things for the sport mm-hmm. but they've still yet to be you know in a good competitive fight but mm-hmm. we'll yeah. see we'll see when that happens
0: the other exhibition fights. What are your thoughts on like the the legends, the older guys fighting each other? Evander yeah, Holyfield when yeah, he fought Vitor Belfort.
1: I, I don't really know. I've not really got an opinion on it. Yeah. To be fair, you know, they're they're maybe you know maybe going through midlife crises or something. You know, they're maybe having a bit of hard time. Uh, they can't box anymore, or maybe adjusting. They maybe want to get. They've still maybe still got the itchy knuckles and stuff. They want to mm-hmm. come in and have a go again. You know, it's maybe just you know a bit of fun and stuff, you know, for them and give them a wee purpose to get into the gym and do stuff and, and stuff like that. I can, see that I can see that being good for them, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you've you had your time, you've passed it now, go and enjoy your life, but I guess they are probably enjoying it. They're mm-hmm. getting that old buzz back, you know, and the, the feeling of getting in the ring again and the nerves and things like that. So, yeah, fair play to them. Let them do away. Let them do away, let yeah.
0: Uh, even for yourself last time we spoke before your fight uh, there was no actual coverage of your fight here in the uk yeah. uh, but now that top rank has a deal with sky sports what has that been like for you to sort of um now knowing that your career is going to be featured on such a large platform such yeah, as sky um,
1: it's big for me you know um, i think it's not before time that i get i'm finally getting the the platform and the recognition that i deserve and I've been deserving of for a long time, I think. So, I've now got the promotion behind me in top rank, and I've now got the Sky Machine at the back of me. It's going to be promoting my fights and right. putting my profile out there, and you know, and becoming hopefully a, like a a household name and in, right. in, in British boxing. So, yeah, it's going to be good. So, yeah, um, they they showed the fight now as well on Sky Sports. They've got on Sky Sports on demand, so <laughs> people can go on and watch it and watch me create history. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been good, you know. Mm. So, I'm um, uh, it's. I think it's come at the right time. I'm getting finally getting the the right platform and the right backing at the at the back of me to support me and watch my fight. So, yeah, it's uh, it's come at the right time in my career. I think.
0: This weekend, we know that you're going to be ringside uh, for the big fight, Anthony yeah. Joshua versus Alexander Usyk. Do you have anyone that you favour in in that fight?
1: No, I don't favour anyone. You know, um, I think it's a very very interesting fight. You know, um, I think with the natural size of AJ um, and his strength and his speed and his youth and his ability as well. I think it can be a very tough night for Usyk, especially early on, if he comes out and and uses his size mm-hmm. and his strength and his weight advantages to to his advantage. You know, if he uses that, it can be a very tough night for Usyk, and it might he might get him out of there. You know, um, because uh, Joshua is a very sharp, quick puncher. You know, mm-hmm. and, and he's he's big, strong guy as well. So mm-hmm. um, it can be a tough night. You know, he had a very Usyk had a very tough night. Um, against Chisora, now that showed that you know Usyk is quite a small heavyweight, um, so he might struggle. Mm-hmm. But I think if Joshua comes out in boxes, it then becomes more of Usyk's kind of fight with that kind of standoffy kind of style and be be crafty and outpoint him. You know that then becomes kind of Usyk's kind of style of fight. So I think it's a very uh, interesting matchup. You know, so I don't really know. I'd probably edge towards Joshua mm-hmm. on this fight, um, but it is a very interesting and fight, and it'll be, I'm going as a fan, you know, I'm not going as, you know, picking any sides, I'm going as yeah, a fan yeah. to, to watch the fight, so I'm excited to watch it. Is yeah. this your
0: first AJ fight? No, I went,
1: I went to um, the Pavetkin one, I went to the Pavetkin okay. one at Wembley Arena, I went to that one, I went to his one in, in Glasgow, when he boxed up in Glasgow as well, when he first turned pro, so, yeah, I've been to a few of his fights, so, yeah, I've been a couple of his fights, yeah
0: must be exciting too to be able to see the success like Anthony Joshua has had on the platform such as Sky yeah. and knowing now that your career will be continue to be built by Sky as well.
1: Yeah, it's great. You know, I finally got the best platform in the UK at the back of me to to promote my fights mm-hmm. and get the back of me. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited, you know, as like I've said, it's, it's come at the, uh, the perfect time for me, mm-hmm. you know, as I believe this part of my career, my sort of my last chapter, let's say, you know, um, my final chapter in my career. It's is, um, is come at the perfect time. You know, I'm going to be in big fights hopefully, and um, and it will be that saving the best till last hopefully. So yeah, I'm I'm happy that it's here now.
0: What did you make of the fact that you now have another fight competing with yours on December eighteenth when you got Chisora versus Parker too?
1: Uh as well as you know, um, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll want to tune into. The, the, a, a real proper fight, you know, myself undisputed champion, you know, hopefully they tune into my fight, but you know, I'm not really, I'm not really bothered, you know, mm-hmm. it's, um, boxing fans are boxing fans. They'll, they'll tune in. I'm pretty sure they'll switch over channels, but you know, it's, um, it's happened to me a few times and it's happened a few times in the past with, with different shows. So mm-hmm. that, that happens from time to time. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too not fussed. Not yeah. I'm not too fussed now.
0: And lastly, Josh, uh, how have you been handling sort of the newfound fame? You know, it's die-hard boxing fans. Obviously, would have known who you are, right? You are the World Boxing Super Series winner as well. But now it's sort of a different level, isn't it? Like it's a different type of. I mean, you're undisputed. You know, it's it's a bit different. How have you been in sort of responding to this? You know,
1: it's been good, but it's, it really, it hasn't. Um, for me, my my life there's not changed that much. My life there's not changed at all. You know. Um, I'm still the same person, I'm Maybe not going...
0: you, the lifestyle, but just in general, like yeah, it's, it's been, got...
1: it has been a little bit different. You know, every, everywhere I go, you know, is I'm getting recognised a little mm-hmm. bit more. I'm getting, you know, people taking pictures and autographs and sign stuff and getting asked to go here and there and do things and open gyms and open this and do that. So yeah, it's been it's been pretty uh, been pretty cool since I've yeah. been back. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it, you know. But I don't go out and seek. Yeah, the fame, yeah. you know, yeah. I've never been like that. So I'm still the same old me, but it has been pretty cool.
0: What's been your craziest fan experience so far? Uh, has somebody tattooed your face on their thigh uh, yet? I've actually, <laughs> to be fair,
1: yeah, that has been a tattoo. I've had a tattoo. Has it, has it? Um, there's been a tattoo. Um, a guy from Edinburgh um, got me tattooed with a tartan tornado and all that round it on his, on his leg. Oh it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's one when I was a little bit... Um, coming through the ranks. So it was one member had the red tartan shorts on and um, kind of young, fresh face tattoo. It looks, it looks pretty cool. Oh my yeah, God. it's got a tattoo on the side of his leg with a tartan tornado on it and all that. So yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: What a trip though. I, uh, I don't know how I would react if somebody came said, cool. Hey, look, I got your face on my, on my arm or my leg. No, I thought it was cool. And, uh, <laughs> and
1: somebody would sign their leg as well and to get into their tattoo and that as yeah. well. So yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty oh, pretty cool that yeah. one. Yeah.
0: That's Things. Well, I've hey, look,
1: it. I finally made it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mama, I made it. <laughs> People getting tattoos of me, I yeah, made it. I know. You, well, they, you definitely have. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I know you just got back into camp, but I, I was here in London. So I just h- had to try to nab up an interview because I don't think I'll see you until a fight night.
1: Yeah, well, nice to see you again. Yeah. Always nice to see you. Always my pleasure. So I'm not calling you what I called you off camera, but it's <laughs> all good to see you. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much any final words anything else you want to say
1: no just uh, thanks to all the fans you know um, tuning into my fights all the time and for the continued support it's, it's been amazing so tune in on December 18th and uh, watch me keep this belt. so thank you very much
0: cheers alright thank you bye bye fans Sports Social Podcast Network With lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen The Bride and Groom?